Welcome to the Entourage Podcast. My name is Paige Scott, and I'm going to be your host. Entourage Ministries gets its inspiration from Psalm 6811 that says, The Lord gives the command, and a great army of women proclaim the good news. Entourage is a multi-generational, multi-denominational, multicultural women's ministry based in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us today as we dive into truth from the Word so that your heart and spirit may be encouraged. Hello, ladies. I am so happy to have you all here with me today. Um, Today, I want to discuss something that I feel like the Lord has placed on my heart to share with you in this season, and that's faith over fear. And I want to share some daily habits uh, that I think you can utilize to overcome fear by faith in Jesus. I'm hoping that this brings some clarity to areas I know I have personally had questions about in my own heart. Um, Before we get started, I just want to say a quick prayer over you guys. Um, Father, I thank you for every woman within the sound of my voice. Thank you, Father, that you've equipped her and called her for a purpose. Thank you that you have her in the palm of your hand and that you never leave her. Father, I thank you that um, fear is not hers. It doesn't belong to her, Father, and that through you and through your gift, she can have faith to overcome anything. And so I just pray, Father, that you would speak to our hearts, that you would open our hearts and our minds to hear from you and what you have to say to us in this season. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, My name is Madison. I'm 25 years old, and I've been married to my wonderful husband, Tori, for four years. We currently live in Durant, but for about the first 20 years of my life, I grew up in the country right outside of Boswell, Oklahoma. We fellowship at Victory Life Church here in Durant, and I currently work for the Choctaw Nation as an enterprise analyst. I was raised in the church for most of my life. Um, My grandparents on both sides of my family were pastors. My parents have also been pastors, and I chose to give my life to the Lord around the age of eight. Now, you would think someone that was raised in the church would have a pretty good concept of what faith over fear looks like, Um, but for me, that was not the case. I've been on this journey walking out faith over fear for a long time. I've struggled with fear since I was a little girl, and it manifested in my life through the form of anxiety. In this season, many are experiencing anxiety and many forms of fear. We are physically in the middle of a global pandemic, COVID-19. Many are experiencing loss and uncertainty during this time. In the midst of this, it can be tempting to feel like God is distant and for some, not even there. So how do we have faith over fear in this season? And what does that practically look like? Um, When honestly, it seems like a cliche topic that's not attainable sometimes. One of the things that I want to talk to you about today that I think is um, key in our um, walk of faith is a foundational revelation, a, a basic understanding that God is good. So how do we believe that He is good in this moment? Because if we're being honest, it doesn't feel good for a lot of people. Many people are hurting and in crisis I love this quote by Pastor Craig Groeschel at Life Church. He says, Our faith isn't determined by our feelings. And in this season, can I get a witness? I'm so thankful for that. 
Sometimes the situation we are in doesn't feel good. In fact, it's less than favorable, and sometimes we wonder where God is. The truth is, God sees each one of His children. He did not cause the coronavirus, and He does not desire for His children to experience fear. God knows that it doesn't feel good, and He weeps with those who mourn and are hurting. He sees you, and He loves you. He doesn't want pain or hurt for any of His children. He desperately wants to embrace you and for you to experience His goodness in a real way. The rest of the truth is that there is a very real enemy who would love to take you out and make fear an everyday occurrence in your life. The Word says in 1 Peter 5, 8, Stay alert. Watch out for, the, for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. In His kindness, God called you to share in His eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you've suffered a little while, He will restore, support, and strengthen you, and He will place you on a firm foundation. All power to Him forever. Amen. The enemy's tactics aren't new. In fact, he's been trying to play the fear card since the book of Genesis. But the Lord's power and kindness are also not new. He has already defeated the enemy and given us authority over him through Jesus Christ. But he gives us freedom to choose how we walk out this life. Fear and faith are both choices, and he gives us the opportunity to choose to partner with him in faith every day. A month ago, I decided that I wanted to read the Bible from front to back. I had trouble starting at first, but I just asked the Lord to help His Word come to life for me, and He did. Um, I'm just going to stop right here. If there is anyone that that resonates with who you you feel like you um, just don't have a desire to read His Word, or maybe you don't have um, focus to read it, um, I would just like to say a short prayer for you right quick. Father, I thank you that you see your daughters. Father, I just ask that you would help your Word come to life. That, Father, that you would just put in them a desire to know you, um, and that reading your Word would be something that they enjoy, that they can just walk with you in. Um, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. So as I began reading the Word, I began having questions about God's goodness, uh, which is kind of ironic because you would think that I wouldn't have questions. <laughs> but I realized that um, I had always heard His Word, but I had um, received it from someone else. Um, and so I had been walking with Him for a long time, but I had never really understood why I believed what I believed. So the last Sunday before we are asked to limit the size of our gatherings um, due to COVID-19, I remember being in worship and we were singing the song, God of Revival. I remember the Holy Spirit saying, do you believe it? Um, the song lyrics talk about how that He has the power and the authority to break chains um, and that He is good. And, um, and so we often hear this phrase, God is good, but do we really believe it? Do we really know that He is good and He is who He says He is? 
Um, and so in that moment, I thought, of course, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> um, the next day, I went to life group, though, and my friend, um, she kept talking about how she knew that she knew God was good and that He had good things for her um, and that she um, knew that He knew her better than she even knew herself. And so I just went home uh, that night after life group, and um, I just remember laying down in bed after I had taken my shower and um just asking God to show me His goodness because in the world, it wasn't looking good. And so uh, the Holy Spirit showed me that I believed a lie about God. I thought that I had to do good things to earn His love, and that wasn't true. And so um, I just I just started crying in my bed. I was alone. It was dark. I was just laying there. And I just remember asking Him, God, show me your character. Show me your goodness, because right now it doesn't feel good, and it doesn't look good in this situation, and I don't see you, but I know that um, you're real, and I know that you're going you're gonna to show me your goodness, because I want to know. And um, I was just laying there in bed, and all of a sudden, um, His peace came over me, and um, it was so tangible, um, and I could just feel His Holy Spirit um, in the room, and it felt so good that I honestly thought an angel or Jesus had to be standing in the room. And so um, I looked up uh, to see if there was an angel or if Jesus was there, and He wasn't. Um, but I closed my eyes, and in the Spirit, I saw that He had His hand on the side of my face. And it just felt so good. I just remember laying there and looking at Him in the Spirit and— um, you guys, it felt so good. I even asked him if I was dying <laughs> because I thought um, nothing could feel this good except for heaven. And so um, I just, I, when I asked him that, he told me that, he said, daughter, this is just a touch of my glory, just a drop of my goodness, just a drop of how good I am. And so um, I just laid there, and I actually fell asleep <laughs> into a deep sleep. Um, and when I woke up the next morning, my situation hadn't drastically changed. You know, COVID-19 was still going on. I still had the same amount of money in my bank account, but my perspective had changed. My per perspective about His goodness and what um, His thoughts were on the situation and what His heart was had changed. When we seek God sincerely, He gives us His heavenly perspective about the situation we're in. He showers us with His love and His grace. I felt ashamed and guilty that I even questioned His goodness, but when I felt His peace come over me that night, I only wanted what He had for me because I knew it was so good. I would just like to encourage those of you who may be feeling guilty because you've doubted His goodness, or those of you who feel that you've lacked faith in this season, that God is greater than your feelings. He's still good to you even when you doubt His goodness. There have been many times in my life when I doubted who He was, but He doesn't withhold good things from His children and only wants us to come to Him because He has so much more for us than fear. I think He would encourage you if you've ever questioned His character or doubted His goodness, to just come to Him and ask Him about it. In 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18, it says, 
For this light momentary affliction is preparing us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, for the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. So I'd just like to challenge you. Um, what are you speaking in this season? When we speak the promises of God over our lives and pray, we aren't pleading with God to do something. We're not asking that He do something on our behalf. He's already given us His blessings. We're just partnering with Him by faith to access and activate what He's already given us. He wants to have a relationship with us. He wants to know you. He wants to walk this thing out with you day by day. If we are always speaking worry, fear, and death, more than likely, that's what our lives will be characterized by. The Lord has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. When you became a child of God, He placed a new spirit, His spirit, on the inside of you, and now you have the kingdom of heaven dwelling within you. You have permission to speak and proclaim His authority here on earth as it is in heaven and see it come to pass. In 2 Peter 1, 4-5, it says, And because of His glory and excellence, He has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share His divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by humans, human desires. He's given each of you promises that enable you to share His nature, to share His character, and escape the world's corruption. I would encourage you to get in the Word and write those down. Be, uh, begin speaking them out over your life and over your circumstances. Form prayers out of them. A good place to start um, is the book of Psalms. If you have children, I would encourage you to get them, get the whole family involved. My friend Audrey has a Bible verse of the month for her family, and they put it on a felt board in their living room. It's a great way to start getting the Word of God in your heart. Um, this is an area that I personally struggled with. Um, I just wanted to grow in prayer. Um, I wanted to make that a part of my daily walk with God. Um, and so I actually purchased two books. One is called Prayers That Avail Much, and the other is called um, Power of the Praying Wife. And um, I just leave those on my nightstand, um, even just taking five minutes a day to pray over your family, to pray over your husband and your kids really makes a difference. Um, both of those have been instrumental in helping me develop daily disciplines of prayer. Um, the next thing I would like to encourage you in is what are you listening to in this season? In this season, um, I would like to propose we need to set aside unhurried time with God, a time where we have a Selah, a time to pause, to stop and listen to what the Lord is speaking to you in this season. Right now, many believers around the world have an opportunity, um, I think it's a unique opportunity, to pause and acknowledge God while they're at home. Many of us are at home um, due to quarantine or uh, regardless of the situation. Um, maybe you have 
lots of kids and you feel like it's impossible to get away for a moment. I personally don't have kids, but I have lots of friends who do, and I've heard them say this. Um, So if that's you, I would encourage you to find a way, whether that's while you're in the bathroom. That's actually when I hear most from God is when I'm in the shower Um, or whatever that looks like for you to just um, take five minutes uh, to spend alone with Him just in quiet time. Um, I believe that the coronavirus is the enemy's response to something the Lord is doing that's far greater. It's so easy to get overwhelmed with all the bad happening and being shared through platforms. You know, uh, there's stuff on the news, there's stuff on social media. Um, it's everywhere. And so if our um, the, the voice of truth for us is the news, or is the voice of fear, or is um, our own voice even, um, that can be dangerous, um, especially if we already struggle with depression or fear, anxiety. Um, Sometimes we forget God also has something to say on the matter because we get so caught up in everything else that's being shared, but um, He is speaking all the time. And He um, also has a heavenly perspective about what's going on. We just have to make time uh, to set aside to listen to what He's saying. The next thing I would like to encourage you in, um, once you've set aside time to stop and listen, um, is to rest. In Matthew 11, 28 through 30, it says, Come to me, all who are weary, who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Rest is a gift from God and an action of faith. God demonstrated rest in the beginning after His work. He calls us to do the same thing. Um, Maybe you're in a place where you're working every day out of fear of lack, Um, Please know, I understand that in some circumstances that's uh, required, um, and I'm not talking about those, but for those who um, are just working out of fear of lack, I would encourage you um, to read the story, I think it's in the book of Exodus, where the Israelites were asked to rest, and the Lord um, provided increased provision for them on the sixth day. So as an act of faith, because they knew that the Lord would be faithful. They knew that He would provide for them. They rested on the seventh day. Um, You know, we're not superhumans that can do all things and be all things to all people. Um, My husband often has to remind me of this. This is also an area that I've struggled with because I love serving and I love being with people. However, if I always give and I never stop to allow the Lord to replenish me, I'll burn out. Um, And the Lord often retreated to be with His Father because He knew His strength came from the Father, not from His own ability. Uh, To be honest, this is something, like I said, that I've struggled with in the past. But when we realize that it's not our own strength that carries us, we are able to abide in Christ without the need to produce something in and of ourselves. I would encourage you to set aside a day to rest from work. Hurriedness um, in our culture, um, it's common for us to just be busy all the time. There's always something to do. Um, 
take time to rest from weary, um, take time to rest from running errands. Like we heard earlier from the book of Peter, the Lord wants to use this time that we set aside to restore us, support us, and to strengthen us. Um, the next point that I would like to make is after God finished creation in the book of Genesis, He delighted and He rejoiced over it. While resting, we are called to have a thankful heart. It's nice to slow down and be thankful. Um, you know, in this season, you can be thankful for a lot of things, even basic necessities like food and toilet paper, um, but also being thankful for creation itself, uh, your family, your job, um, God's faithful love and provision. Take time to thank God for even the simplest of things. When we practice intentional thanksgiving, it can bring so much strength and encouragement. We also experience His peace and joy that surpasses all understanding. In Thessalonians 5.18, tells us, Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ. Um, through Entourage, we had a month of thankfulness that Annette Rustin led where we just took time each day uh, to write something down that we were thankful for. Taking time to write something um, that you're thankful for, even if it's a one-liner in the beginning, is meaningful, and it helps cultivate a heart of thanksgiving set on God's perspective. Um, for myself, I love turning on praise and worship music um, and just singing to God the more that you walk with God. I know for me, um, sometimes I'll just get up in the morning and He's placed a song on my heart. Um, and so I'll just sing that without any music. Um, and so that's a good way. Um, but I would just encourage you to find your own way to be thankful, whatever that looks like for you. Um, and finally, um, I just want to call to mind again the scripture in 2 Timothy 1.7 that God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. He's given you the strength, the power, and the ability over you know everything that you need to overcome every form of fear. Fear is not yours, and it has no place in your life. When you experience fear, choose faith that conquers fear speaking life over your circumstances, speaking the Word of God and His promises over your situation. He equipped you. It says in Ephesians 6, Be strong in the Lord and, His, and in His mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Um, that's a really great um, Scripture. Um, I can't share everything on uh, the armor of God. Um, that would be a podcast for another day, but I would just encourage you guys to even uh, just read um, that chapter about God's armor because He has equipped you. Um, he, he's given you everything that you need to um, be strong in faith. Um, and so I would just encourage you guys in this season, um, you know, these are things that we can do daily or weekly um, to help us grow in faith and to help us grow um, in our walk with God. But above all, 
He just wants to be with you. He doesn't require anything of you, but for you to just come to Him, um, for you to even just talk to Him and share what your fears are, to share um, what your burdens are, um, to share those with Him because He has so much, um, so many good things um, in to replace those with. He just wants to know you. He wants you to know Him, um, and He loves you. He's not um, angry with you. He uh, he sees you um, right where you are, and He's not forgotten about you. And so if maybe these things um, that I've shared sound really great, but maybe that's um, not the God you know, or maybe that's um, not even something that you could even see in your life at this time. Maybe you've never accepted Him as your personal Lord and Savior. Um, I would just say to you that, you know, He's so good and He loves you. Um, and making the decision to follow Him was the best choice I ever made. Um, my life has never been the same um, since I've been with Him, um, and He He really loves you. Um, so I would just encourage you, if that is a choice that you want to make, um, the Word says all you have to do is um, declare that He's your personal Lord and Savior and believe it in your heart. Just ask Him. Um, and from there, you know, He, he walks with you every day. Um, and those of you who have been struggling with fear in this season, it's not uncommon. Um, you know, all throughout the Bible, um, we've been tempted by fear. Even when the Lord was here, the enemy tried to tempt him with fear. And I think that um, the scripture that says we walk by faith and not by sight um, is so special. Um but it's special to me because notice how it doesn't say that we um, race to the finish line by faith and not by sight because it says we walk by faith because He wants to walk with you. He wants to walk every day with you. He's been here. Um, he He knows everything, um, and He just loves you. He wants to be with you um, because He is a good Father. So I'm just going to pray for us. Um, and then we'll close. So Father, I just thank you for every woman within the sound of my voice. Thank you that you've called her and equipped her. Thank you for loving her and showing her your love in this season. Thank you, Father, that you see them and you know them. I thank you that um, you've given them peace that surpasses all understanding. No weapon formed against your daughters shall prevail because you're their father um, and you love them and you've equipped them. So walk with them, Father, and show them um, just how to be with you each and every day um, and that you're not requiring anything of them, that you just want to know them and that you just want to love them. And so, Father, I thank you that you would help us to keep our eyes set on you in this season, in this season of uncertainty, Father, that you help us to see that we can be certain in you, we can be certain in your promises um, and your faithfulness, and that you protect us and give us peace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Entourage Ministries, visit our website at entourageministries.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. 